What do you get when you mix two guys, two girls, unlimited topics, and too much realness? This is Now We Talking Podcast. And we're back continuing our discussion of church relevance here at Now We're Talking. And as you were talking about, you were it, it was all singular that you were speaking from the perspective of a very mature Christian. Because just like in the physical and in the spiritual, it's the same. You're not going to chastise a baby for walking and falling mm-hmm. because they are a baby. You're not going to say, oh my God, you have two legs, you must walk. They are a child. Right. They have to grow. They have to get strength. You have to help them right. learn how to walk. Right. You have to walk alongside them. The same way it works in the spiritual. Right. With people coming, as we talk about these cliche quotes that we throw on the babes in Christ. Do we understand what that means? It means they need parenting. They need discipleship. They need someone walking alongside them that will be willing to say, you fall 50 times in a day, I pick you up 51 that is what is needed in the church. And when we are more focused on the two things that the church is built on, Christ at the center of it all and reaching the lost. That's when all of these things about technology, all this will fall into play because then God will lead you to know like, hey, I think you should shorten your service. It's not about the general church. I want you to do this for Where your congregation. Where does the service thing come from? I wanted to get back to No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Comments on the structure is catered to women. That was a nice good one. We missed. Wait, 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 wait. All right, all right. But I'm saying, like, if shortening the service touches nerve, let's not say that. Literally, the Holy Spirit would tell you how to conduct your service because at the end of the day, you might be the shepherd, but these aren't yours. All work commission, what was given to us is to tell people of the gospel. We do not save anyone. We were told to tell them, make sure everyone knows of the Savior. Make sure everyone knows of the, the risen King. Make sure they know that there's a place prepared for them, that God wants to dwell with them. And what is keeping them away from him is sin. We are to tell people about the gospel. We don't save a soul. Stop trying to be the Holy Spirit. That's it. So if that becomes your focal point, we are saying, Lord, help me reach. We won't have to ask the, uh, the questions that we're asking because then the Lord will say, like, for this particular assembly, this is what my children need in this assembly. Right. So, you- so this particular assembly, like, so, but th- th- there has to be a willingness to understand, like, hey, I can't just do it the same way that I've been doing it, especially if I see there is a great need here. If I see that there's an issue, if there is none, carry on smartly. But you, the way you're speaking, it sounds like there is an issue. Yeah. There is. Can't we not all see it? Because we we, we are literally that, competing right now. Service longer. We, we, wait, wait a minute. We are literally you can't competing. Even speak for what the Holy Spirit is saying to pastors and how they conduct their sermons, because then you're now taking the same position you asked them not to take. You're now responding and like, okay, you know what Holy Spirit is saying to you and what you should do in your I was sermons. literally, I'm not saying that you do this. I am saying that if led by the Spirit, right. you I do it. Like, I don't know exactly what so is going to be for them. Point in time, we're also, but I'm we're saying to be open to it. Be open to it. We um, have a lot of people. I was literally sitting in a church where a pastor 
told his congregants, you get up, you go to work for eight hours, you do not complain. You, do, you go to parties and you party for four plus hours, you do not complain. You do this, you do that, you, don't. you come to church for two hours and you complain. He literally painted the picture where he was like, you are practicing for heaven. Bro, in heaven, I will not get hungry. In heaven, my feet will not hurt. In heaven, I will not be uncomfortable for being in church clothes in a hot setting. But you will be disciplined. But, uh, but, and you wait a minute. Wait, but let me expound. You asked me to expound. Problem, then that, that is a valid statement to make. Yeah. But <laughs> no, I'm saying this to say um, that like, you're making these parallels. But at the same time, you're not cognizant of, all right, if this is happening and this is a cry of my people that, hey, this is too long. I'm not, I'm not going to get, I have to leave, Pastor. I really want to stay, but I have to leave. I have my family. If you realize that this is an issue, why wouldn't you go before God and ask God, how can I best solve this? What if it's, that's, that's just one sin out of, out of if, 100 sins? What if that's five? Bruh, I'm not even, you're literally trying to make it technical. I am saying, if you see this as an issue, an issue will not ever be one. An epidemic is never one. Right. An issue hmm. is, so it's never, is it can't be epidemic? a one. Right. Am, is there an epidemic? I'm literally saying, if you see that, we, we, we all hear you at work and stuff, you know the issues that are raised at work. Yeah. That issue is not, it's very, it's very, it's one person. If it's one person, you get rid of that person at work. But here's, if you're seeing that you're, you're congregation, you're seeing it, you're saying like, hey, this is happening, that is happening. Why would you be a stickler for something and that is damaging or being detrimental to your people, to your flock, yeah. that you are asked to, to, to be in charge of? Because at the end of the day, pastors have a greater responsibility than us, you know. Hmm. They do. Of course, they do. They have to answer Even differently by, than by us. Far, by far, and that's the scripture. Far, by far. You understand? So and even us as the saints, there's a reason why we go before God before the world because we know better. Mm -hmm. There's a greater responsibility on us. Me, I have to be not only as a member of the body of Christ. One, I have to keep myself in communion with God. I have to keep myself in, in constant communication mm -hmm. with God because sin is he's divine. That's, that's where my strength comes from. I don't wake up on the mornings on my own. Mm -hmm. I start every day with Thanksgiving. You have to be in communion with God. But also as a saint, my responsibility also is to try to reach people. I don't necessarily go around telling people, come to church, come to this. I literally, you, you, you spend time with people and you get to know their needs. Mm. You try your best to see. You can't save everyone. And we know this. Everyone is not going to make it to heaven. But at the end of the day, you have to make an effort. Though. There has to be an effort. So that's what I'm saying about the structure of service. If you're realizing that, hey, this generation is much different from the generations of past or the, this decade of, of my there's a difference here. Why will I not step back and say, Lord, how can I continue to feed all, forget the 99 and the 1, all of the people you have put under my responsibility? Holy Spirit will lead you into doing that and how you do that. But that has to be your focus. At the end of the day, it has to be your focus to make sure like, hey, I'm making the message clear. I'm communicating. If that is not your focus and you're just up there to say, hey, look, yo, whether I want to get this or not, this will go get to me. Well, I think there's room for both, to be honest. Whether or not, what? I think, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. I think that as a pastor, if indeed you are seeing that there is a 
an epidemic as you're calling it or there is something that is that you are doing there's something about the structure of your service that is damaging that is problematic for your congregation and it is something that you have taken before the Lord. and Because obviously you got answer to him. Right. I don't know that you have the room to just decide, okay, I'm just going to up and change certain things. Right? You're going to run it by the Lord. You're going to pray about it. You're going to seek out wisdom about it. And if you get that, go ahead from God to say, yeah, this is something that I've been trying to get your attention on. This is something that you legitimately do need to fix. Then you fix it. However, there are instances where... Maybe it's you that need to change. Yeah. Maybe it's that. you that, as Norris is saying, we need said to that. be a bit more disciplined. So yeah, and I, I agree. I like, you have to engage as well. That, yeah, that is just about, okay. But I think y'all are, ma- general, y'all are making me the antagonist problem. here when I'm literally no, trying Kevin, to paint the full Kevin, picture. You are making statements Yeah, that do need context mm-hmm. and do need a bit of clarity so that they don't come across as blanket statements or as irresponsible statements. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to bring that context and say, well, okay, look, especially if you're speaking from a personal experience, speak mm-hmm. from that experience mm-hmm. because there may be legitimacy. and I'm not disputing that there may be in what you're saying because there may be churches and instances where pastors are being harmful to the flock for the yeah. sake of a ritual, for the sake of a mm-hmm. tradition, for the sake of a norm. However, we also live in a generation where we feel that everything but we it's and true. we come into the workplace with the same attitude. Why got sit at a desk all day? Right. I don't true. like that. That right. ain't comfortable for me. The work got changed. No, you got changed because yeah. you came into the environment and found it. So yes, work may adapt and on over a period of time. But sometimes we do have to find that middle ground and saying, is it me? Or is it that the system or the environment that I'm in needs to change? And sometimes we do need to do that introspection. Every church also will not be for everybody. Mm-hmm. They got some churches that go. would be at church all day, and you would know dying church for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, right. like Davidson, myself, I got two kids. Yeah. If this is a church where I cannot pick up my wife, and we can say, All right, honey, it's 11 o'clock, we gotta go, and the pastor gonna look at me like it's a problem, maybe that's the place for me. Yeah. Some people mm-hmm. love that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Left them. They're, if they're happy, if, the if they're being fed, them, that's some it. Some people, mm-hmm. my grandmother goes to a church that is one hour. Wow. Mm-hmm. She ain't coming to mine. <laughs> and I ain't going to hers yeah. because hers too short and mine too long. Mm. She getting fed, I getting fed. Yeah, there good. you go. So it's kind of a thing where I feel like there is no right or wrong way to do it. Yeah. I like how Davidson talked about it. God be spirit led at any day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Holy Spirit in this thing, he's saying, nah, this is how I want you to do it. Mm-hmm. We're look at David when David had the tabernacle and it was 24 7 per. You know, a few people had a problem with that. Mm-hmm. You didn't feel like that was the issue. People were like, but you got to pray all the time 24 7. I don't make sense. I got to go home and I got things. That was David's mandate from God. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't going to touch that regardless of who had an issue. And the people would have either conformed or they sought out something else. So it is really a situational thing, but I do agree with you. Leaders have a great responsibility, responsibility to be discerning, to be wise, to be considerate, but also to be led by the spirit in what they're doing. I, I, and I think you touched on a, on a point there regarding to what what suits for you may not suit for somebody oh, else. Correct. Because as you say, we know about assemblies and denominations. We're there at church. The all whole day, day. Yeah. and I and I speak to these persons. I speak to persons who are in our generation. They're ma- well, with me. They're married. They got a child, and they said, "Well, I was at church su- Sunday." No, I said, "You was at church Sunday," yeah. and mm. and they have they will 
have a problem with a movie that is two hours and not engaging. <laughs> yeah. But they spent the whole day at church and there was not a problem. They're happy. And they're happy. <laughs> but I think we also got to get across the point as well that the, 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 that the reason why we're having this discussion, this dialogue, is that we have a problem of knowing what the Holy Spirit is supposed to manifest itself as. Because if, if, if you are tapped into the Holy Spirit and we know what it is, then you know... Hey, Pastor, you 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 trifling there for a little bit. You're you're you're, you're trying to manufacture something that's not there. Mm. If everyone had a tap, which is easy to do, which means you have to get into the Word, you have to be constantly feeding that spirit man constantly. You will know when the pastor is doing too much. You will know when that worship leader is going over that chorus a bit too long. You will, you will know when you're doing things that's just sensational sort of stuff, and you will know when it's spirit led stuff. When everyone is, as Danny said, when everyone takes a responsibility for themselves to say, I must engage God on my behalf, if everyone does that, we the assembly will realize, okay, this Sunday is 45 minutes. We do the, we do the song service. People were on uh, worship session. People were touched. People were healed. We go through the door. Mm. There are times where, you know what? We go straight into the word of God because... That's important right now. And we can, and most importantly, we will see the effects of that. The acid test will be what will happen after Sunday, what happened Monday, mm -hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Because we, we, we keep forgetting there's an enemy out there that is, his purpose is destroying the church constantly. Yep. So once we realize that on Monday, not on Sunday, on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, when we're outside the four walls, are we still applying godly principles to everyday life, to what I eat, to what I wear, to how I interact with my co-workers, how I drive on the road, then we'll start seeing if really church is being relevant, and then we'll start seeing if the spirit is being led. That's the only way we do that. That's the acid test. When we're seeing things outside of just the assembly or outside the organization, where the organism is thriving, because you can tell where organism is thriving. It looks flourishes, looks healthy. When you pop down, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> you are so right. Ain't gonna happen. It's something that everybody would have to get on board with. with. I have in my in my time at church, I have seen where the pastor himself is the one that wants to be flexible. Mm -hmm. And let's say he comes in, and I've seen it, we can just worship today. You know, people vex I'm going home. Because yeah, they I've, I've seen that happen too. Mm -hmm. If you preach the word that ain't church. in the church, and why? Ain't why? Because of the structure and the so ritual that they've been doing yeah, for exactly. so many years. So but I agree. I'll let you make your point. Go on. Flexibility based on what the Spirit's saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. The Spirit, like you said, Davidson, just say, nah. We can just jump straight into the word. Are we jumping straight into communion? Or we can just have a Q&A session. I've seen my pastor do that. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know what? We mm. can just do Bible study. Because it's Sunday morning. I realize a lot of people don't get to come up That's to Wednesday night before, Bible yeah. study. Yeah. Or we can just study the word today. So I, I do completely agree that there needs to be room for flexibility based on whatever the spirit is leading. And, and I think what Kevin yeah. point. Like, wait, 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 wait. I, I will make Kevin's uh, point. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'll make Kevin's point mm. because I honestly believe this is a beautiful conversation. Yeah. This is a beautiful conversation between saints. The original topic and original conversation that started is that why does the church not look appealing towards those outside? We are all talking about, and I love to hear it, spirit-led, spirit-led. As an unbeliever, mm. not led by the spirit. 
Well, so so wait, wait, wait a minute. If you're gonna ask me, let me let me let me explain. You just said I don't justify my statements. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was talking about how we represent and present Christ mm-hmm. to the unbeliever. We are everyone is talking about being spirit led. We understand that no, because we're all mature Christians. There are once again people out there, and our objective as Christians is to reach. The loss, mm-hmm. and for me, at any cost, like literally, I have to, I have to literally go to like, Lord, what can I do to reach these people? God is never going to damage his 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 his, his body. He's never going to damage his body. So I know everything that he does is in is for my good. Everything he does is for my good. I literally want to know that, like, hey, sir. This is what you said because these things that have been brought up, I have been talking to people who, one, were either in the church and left mm-hmm. or don't go to church, period. So I, I probably should have started out with that. Mm-hmm. If you're saying to bring proper context, I would have had my opinions, but I've also been representing the opinions of others, more so of others who are not saved. Right. What are some of those reasons that they brought to you? We're talking about. Uh, at least I've been trying to talk about it for the entire podcast. Don't feel late. Don't no, 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 I ain't being shady. I'm literally saying what I said. Mm-hmm. So I'm this literally is saying re- this is in reference to like how long the services are, the structure of it being inflexible and not, not reaching engaging. them and not engaging them and so on and so, so forth. So I'm saying, Got if you? you are hearing this as a pastor, are you happy with your? flourishing organism that is made up of the saints that are already saved Mm -hmm. or are you going to also listen to the voice of those that you are actually commanded to reach if i hear i am in a household i'm a parent i'm healthy my wife is healthy my firstborn child is is healthy but my 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 second born is sick i'm saying well all of you in here good so the problem got to be you you gotta get better no, no, that's My, not what we were but, saying. Either. I'm not saying that's what you were saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not attacking anyone or saying this is that. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to let you know is like I'm looking at it holistically. I'm not looking at it from this perspective of a Christian only. Hmm. I'm primarily focused on those who are not, who do not have the understanding of the spirit. They are operating solely in the flesh. They will not understand the things of the spirit. And they are literally crying out. Are you not going to listen to them because the ones who are in the spirit understand you? So that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying you throw this or that. I thoroughly agree. There has it has a two-way street. And I personally said that. Rewind the tape. Hmm. If we could do that at this point. <laughs> I mean, we could go back and if, if we can part, do that at this part point. Part one, part two. Where, where I said is like, not only do we have to look at how we engage as, as pastors and as, as we as a congregants engage people in service and out of service, but then we also have to build a community that lets them understand that they also have to be engaged. Hmm. It's okay. not going to come easily because they won't come in with that understanding. They just come in with the understanding that I want to be saved. I need change. I'm not here for the politics. I am dying. I literally, when I first came to, to God, I just understood one thing. I need God. I need God. I need to change my life. That is, I think we lose focus because we get so caught up, because we get comfortable 
in our comfort zones. All of my friends are Christians. They all understand me. I am safe in this community. Just like the army. The army is one, one army. One army, but it's made up of the Marines, the Navy. You have foot soldiers. And if you look at the army of all, you would have had guys that would be protecting the wall on top of the wall. Everybody had a different reason. There were those who were out there surveyed to see if the enemy is coming. We all have different reasons. And for me, my main thing is that, yo, I on the wall, bro. Like I, where I come from and the people that I, they are hurting. They are hurt. So when they cry out, I listen. I don't know about y'all personal backgrounds. Mm. I'm, I'm talking about mine. That's why I am so sensitive to the insensitivity of the church towards the unsaved and really like, hey, okay, so we're going to just do this because this is how we've been doing it all the time. There is no flexibility for that change. Just as I was talking about with, with the fast food restaurants, like, hey, bro, like, nah, bro, I've made millions of dollars selling you deep fried chicken. Why should I open up a vegan option for you? I don't need your vegan money. No, it's like, hey, they have a need. We're here to serve. We are a service provider. Let's see if you can tap into it. Let's see if you can if, For if you that can money. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. Uh, I yes, just want to be. For that money. Yeah, no, beautiful. <laughs> I, just I love be petty. I love the fact that you did it for that money, and we should be doing it for that soul. True. True. So, so if allow me to be to petty. Be doing it for that soul, I'm going to just start by saying you said it actually. You actually said it. Mm. That if this conversation is not going to go toward where it should have gone in the beginning, towards those who are unsaved. Mm hmm. And are looking for something that satisfies that need. First of all, Christ is not the most attractive thing to them, period. And we know that based on his word. Christ was, yeah, famous. Mm. But a lot of people didn't like he damn much. Mm -hmm. A lot of people came with a lot of questions. They just Who didn't like him, though? Who didn't like him? The pious. The religious. Also, people who weren't saved. They, some of them came just to be fed. Yeah, this man here got food though, bro. I just gunned cause he got food though, bro. Or, or, or I hear his How many of us started church because, hey, I, I like exactly. this girl. Exactly. I going for the girl. Exactly. Guess what? Speaking from experience, exactly. girl left, I'm still here. Exactly. Q Bridget Blucher. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not disputing the fact that, yes, some people see Christ as attractive and see his, him as the answer to their problems. A lot of people don't, mm -hmm. right? Period. Why? And that is even when people are being good representatives of Christ Jesus. But that some, doesn't mean that you don't... All right, go on. Right. Mm, go on. So, some people just naturally don't really be fitting for this Jesus thing. And as I thing. said... And these I are said, from people who've gone to church, uh -huh. come out of church. Exactly. So, we're right. trying to make Christ more attractive to people who naturally... Don't think he's that attractive in the first place, unless Holy Spirit done called them, which is him already, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So we like, okay, cool. We now have these people who are interested. We are the ones that go out to meet them where they're at. And at the same point in time, we're the ones that usher them in mm -hmm. to the place where they can continue to commune and be strengthened and grow and get discipleship and all that kind of stuff. So if I'm understanding you correctly, mm -hmm. The issue the church is having, and you started by saying not the church as the organism, but church as the building and the convention, mm -hmm. the organization is having, meeting their needs, right? We got to get them there to kind of like help. 
are we going to go and have church in these streets, which isn't something that has been done recently because it has been. Why? Because it has been, a lot of times it has been unsuccessful. And I know that's a lot of reasons why a lot of people don't do it anymore. Is, it, people is, aren't, it, is it an auto fear as well too? Well, probably. I, I don't know that that is completely mixed in. Yeah. But no, somebody standing up on the corner of anybody block preaching the word of God, you But you, you basically, sound, you, you basically sound like someone who's abdicated their role. In other words, you sound like someone who's, you said like, oh, why should I, and I'm not saying this is what you said, but this is how it can be perceived. That you're saying, why should I worry about making Christ attractive to a people who do not even want him? In the that's not place? what I'm. That's not what I said. And I know that. Not, that's I that's said. Not what I'm. Wait a minute. Either. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm if saying, we're gonna have a conversation, we're gonna have to listen attentively as well. I said right. that's not what you said, but that is how it could be perceived. Right. So let me finish mm -hmm. by saying, Christ being completely represented well enough that it brings attraction takes time. And it does take effort. Uh -huh, and it on. does require you being in the spaces with the people who don't see Christ as attractive or who are interested and stuff like mm. that. But it requires your determination as well to be that person that is willing to go like, yeah, I know this is how you feel, but it's the truth mm. of what it is and why I believe it. Mm -hmm. You might not like it, but this way I do this. And this way I do that. And this, because we are the ones representing Christ now in a personal relationship with someone. We're trying to reach them. So we hear their needs are like, my old church is be too long and this and that. But yeah, you, I could use that same argument. But yeah, like you be clubbing and you be, be playing video games all day long, bro. Is the same difference? You committed to that. I committed to this. Mm. So I trying to help you see it like how I see it. And I understand from your perspective as well. It's not going to go down greatly every single time. But I do think people are out there trying their best to reach the loss. Even if it's not done on a, a seemingly big, huge scale, like, a, like an all everybody out of the church outreaching them. What I'm trying to understand is how after you reach somebody in personality and relationship, come into church and they just don't like how church is structured. They feel it's inflexible. They feel it's all that and they want to leave. What do, what do we do then? Mm. What exactly is the best course of action other than going back to them, having relationship with them? Nah, there we go. Conversation. And, That's where it starts. And you encourage them to come with you again. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to do. Like change the structure of church. Yeah. And make mm. it more... Or, or, or no, 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 do right. no, no, we no. invite them to, to small group then there instead, we go there we go there we go like but again we're getting back to the the responsibility of church the body as opposed to church the organization because right. in your you example church your organization has can't not changed do much about mm. that it is the it is the individual then that continues to reach out to mm. that person no if there's a yeah. one-off case there like exactly what you did it starts with a conversation it's like how can I help? How can, how can I come alongside you and help you? And then you have that conversation. You will see what their needs are. You will, you will try your best, led by the Holy Spirit, to meet their needs. Right. I am saying, like, in, 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 in general, let me try to choose my words properly. Because <laughs> I think there's, there's, there's definitely a disconnect. Um, I don't know. I feel when, like there's a challenge with asking the organization to do what the organi organism should be doing. Mm. That's the challenge I'm experiencing. So you, see if I understand that quite. That like you're, yeah. you're asking the organization, the structure but of church the service, service mm -hmm. the agenda to do what the organism, the people should be doing. That's the issue oh, I'm experiencing. But the, the, who writes the agenda? 
The people. Yeah. Right. But- so if the people are focused on souls and there has to be a change to the agenda, it should happen naturally. But then the agenda isn't the issue. The agenda is like a non-issue then. It is more what the organism is doing. The agenda is, is the language that you use to reach the loss. That is what... Let me... If this me is how I could be... The language that's this being is how I communicate Christ to you. Every time you come to church, this is how I communicate Christ to you. Drawing through the agenda of how, how it's set up. If, if I'm saying like, all right, cool. There is a problem. We, we, we have to admit... Are we seeing it and like this is on your heart you're hearing from the people like for me as i said i had conversations with people who were in church and people who aren't and this is what they've been saying i'm saying like all right how then because that's what this conversation really was supposed to be about i never said to throw away the service you know mm-hmm. you yeah, yeah okay I, I think that's where the disconnect came no we're not no, no, talking no, about throwing away the service either but we're trying to adjust it. it and make it flexible right Never, um, I wasn't talking about throwing away the service, but for me, the, the, the rigidness mm. of holding on to the ritual over reaching the lost, which is more important, the impact Christ will have on, uh, on the lives of the lost, are you holding on to the ritual, which is more important, the ritual or salvation? But is it, the ritual is not being used to go, they're like, so you, like you're using now, Sunday service as outreach. Like, I can't, I'm struggling now with the two again because reaching the loss, we call that outreach, and that is done in a different way, way okay. completely. Which right, is but as you said, lost. as you but said, no, you've got them. You've got them, them now. They are at Sunday service. Correct. Right. Is it reaching them while they're there? Is it communicating to the it, 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 Is the conversation still being had with them just as they would have painted the illustration of an actual soul the gang member guy who came he said he came he was very active when he first came to church as francis chan said very active in church so mm-hmm. he understood as soon as he came he bought into the the the, 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 the he bought into the culture mm-hmm. of the church mm-hmm. but then there was still that parallel between the culture of the gang and he the, what what he needed most at that point was community and family. He didn't necessarily get that. He came to the conclusion on his own that, hey, this is a place that we just assemble. This is not actually a place where I can actually make con- true connections with anyone or anything or even God. I don't know if that's what he felt. Right. I think to me, it's, but, it comes back to being holistic, like you were saying, Kevin, because the Sunday service alone will never exactly. for everybody. And it exactly. Never, we, but why are we, we change the structure, either. yeah, it will never do everything. Whether we change the structure or we don't change the structure or we are flexible and sometimes the structure changes, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think even in the case of the Yang member, Sunday service can be what it is, depending on what the pastor, you know, that is what it is. Mm. But clearly there is a holistic need for church in general mm-hmm. to be more community-based Mm. To, to okay. in no, order to really connect with people and meet them where they're at. Mm-hmm. That's just what I'm getting because we could sit here and we could say, okay, because somebody might, let's say we got four unsaved people, mm-hmm. right? 
each of them might say a different thing about yourself. They're all individuals. Somebody may say it was too long. Yeah, somebody may say too short. Hard. Correct. Somebody may say they but were. That's, that's the thing. I'm I'm, I'm so, not talking about individual. I'm literally right, talking about right. yo. I, I, we are hearing the echoes of the people. So it's not a one-off individual thing. It's like, hey, I have 30 members of my church. Three people feel this way. Hey, I can't change it for you three because the 27 they're they're actually happy with us is going. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about you are literally hearing. The cries of people and everyone, they're saying, hey, this isn't for me. You're hearing people who've experienced it come to you and say, hey, mm -hmm. I don't know. At what point are we going to step down off of our high horse and say, hey, Lord, what should I do? There seems to be a disconnect with your word and your people. What can I do to help reach them? However it looks, I don't care how it looks, whether it be 15 hour services or 15 minute services. All I'm saying is that the, the rigidness, I would never hold on to a ritual before trying to get us to, to, to minister to a soul, a lost soul. So I'm just saying, if this is what you're hearing from the people is that I can't be the only one hearing this. Um, you echoed in the beginning that this yeah. is what you heard what this conversation yeah. that you had right so I'm saying like when do we as the church the already saved the ones who have the cure when do we say hey probably setting up shop like this isn't the most effective probably we need to add something to it not to the word we're not adding to the word we're not adding to the gospel we're just saying that, hey Maybe we should try out, you know, instead of just sending everything in the mail, actually take a trip. Mm. Just a different method. I think uh, what Danny's point is as well, what, what, I want to make this point as well, so I think rituals, and I don't use the word, I use it cliche a lot, religion, mm. um, keeps persons comfortable and mm. refraining persons from not going out in fear. Okay. Is that no, if you read the book of Acts, there there is no fixed building right yep. there is no assembly constantly right but you read acts to whatever it is everybody needs are met physically remember the mm -hmm. bible says that everybody lack everybody nothing did. yeah mm -hmm. and of course they, they saw a problem we saw also adjustments they saw a problem okay guys we need to put deacons in place the first deacons in place because mm -hmm. there's i myself can't as apostles we as apostles can't handle this because we are called to something else let's put structural things in place to handle certain things mm -hmm. um and there are structural changes of evangelism and, and stuff like that in the, whole, in the body which the organization is flourishing the problem is when you are staying here because this is what i know very well mm -hmm. if i try something new i have a high chance of this a destroying what i have before or b not not winning or mm -hmm. or failing like being yeah and nobody generally safe or unsafe don't like the feeling of failure mm -hmm. so therefore i'm going to stay here comfortable. For, to, to, for comfortable we have i think what is what is making us passionate about it is that we know what's out there yes what is out there is lending persons to say you know what i have persons out there that have no hope and they're more um expressive of the lack of hope at exactly. one time you could have people who unsafe had no problem of going to the bar and drinking and partying or whatever it is 
But we know of persons who, on their one-on-one -on -one basis, to say, nah, they listen, on a real level, I tired of this cruising, you know. Yes. Of this partying, you know. The world is sick of the world, There's, you know. The, the, the world, and, and, it's getting, and we can see just in going to just politics on TV, watching news, the world is getting toxic because we're in the last days there. And I think the urgency of uh, us are saying, hey, that guys. That is the word I should have been using yeah, from the beginning. The, the urgency, urgency. urgency no, is say, hey, guys, what we did 10, 15 years ago there or 1994 needs to. N-E-D-N, sorry, N-E-D, how do yeah. I spell it? N-E-D-S needs to change or be looked at immediately. Revised. It needs to be revised at immediately. least, revisited. No, I also will say this as well too, is that what, I think Danny made a point or, or her last point earlier, I can't remember right now, I just, it just slipped my mind there, that I can't remember any point right there, but the, the, the ending day is that I just <laughs> we, we understand, pal. We understand. It will come, come, come back. That's a butt mark. Yeah. <laughs> and the point, but I think the the point is that even though we are in urgent need, we need to go about it in a, in, a, in a spirit led way. way. Correct. And there are persons out there, as Danny was saying, that honestly, unfortunately, would not get it. And they never will. They will never will. We know this. And so therefore... Oh, that, means, that means we don't try to... No, and exactly. We have to have the dialogue. We have to have the We dialogue. have to have the conclusion. We that, have that to try something. Yeah. But we can't completely, as you said, throw the baby in the bathwater together. I don't think that's what you're asking for. Exactly. But the, problem, the, the issue that one person's here this is saying, well, you want me to change everything for this person? Yes. Yes. But there are things in there that we, we have to keep. Yeah, exactly. We have to keep the structure. We have to keep organization. Because, you know, they always use a cliche term that God is a God of order. 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 Yeah. God, God of God. order and stuff. And he is. He is. He does his organization. Read um, numbers and look at Yeah, things. yeah. So he's a God of order. But certain things were kept in place to ensure that my, the, the person who went through this now was say to his son, I remember the day when God did this to me or whatever, whatever. And the spirit of God will pass on that way. We have to look for new ways of passing on those stories because history is being rewritten constantly in this modern day time. We want to change history all the time. We want to change terms all the time and feel that everything is slipping. So therefore, we need to say, okay, there are things that we need to keep and there are things in there that urgently needs to change completely. And I think that's the point of making church relevant, of knowing fully well, guess what, guys? There is no right or wrong here, mm -hmm. but things need to happen yeah. now. And I think like a lot of stuff that we were talking about, too, it was all spiritual as well. We have to realize that God is, he cares for our needs. He cares for our desires, not only our spiritual Ooh, I remember the point now. Sorry. You want it out? No, no, no. No, no, go ahead. Right, you sure? No, no, no. Put a pin on it. I don't know. I get it all. I get it all. Put a pin on it. I can remember the point. Like, God literally cares about our needs, and we as representatives of Christ have to do the same to our brothers. So it's like, we can't just say, oh, this is spiritual, this is spiritual. Like, yeah, I'm coming to give you the word and stuff. The word will transform you. Like, all right, cool, but... As I said, their social uh, the reason why a lot of people have issues with the church is because of their muteness on social injustice. Like, where's the next Martin Luther King? Where's the next leader that is going to stand up and take charge and, and let the, the church's voice be linked to social injustice? 
this is these are all the things that the the unsaved they're saying like hey i i i need you guys in this situation but i'm not seeing you and we know the church is doing something like personally like i was a member of a church that has a feeding program that goes on every day we work on a on a on on on, on a compound where we see people being fed every Every day day. but a lot of people don't know about it Mm -hmm. and i think that is also an issue i know we have the 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 scripture where you don't let your right hand know blah 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 but i think we've come to a point where it's like hey this is a generation that believes what they see and scripture talked about some will believe because they're here some will only believe what they see we have to make it more visible what the church is doing. We have to pre- present Christ to all. Whatever happens, that is our mandate, to present Christ to the lost world, to tell them about the, the risen king. That is all we have to do. So for me, it's not about holding on to a, oh, I ain't going to change my church service for you. Why? If, this, if me changing it is going to help win the lost, it shouldn't even be a conversation because that is my mandate. That is, that, that is commission given to me by the one I say that I serve. So for me, it's not about holding on to, oh, you need, it needs to change or it doesn't need to change. It's not even about that. It's about literally saying, this is the cry. How can we answer the cry? As you, I remember you I did a video that was hilarious about your, your son. It was like, he was just crying all the time. I was like, yo, you were doing this, you were tickling him, you were doing mm-hmm. all this. And, and your wife literally showed him from upstairs, he's hungry. Yeah. Sometimes that's the Holy Spirit. We're like, we, we, we like yo, like, you're crying. I said, you brought my hand. I can't change my church service to you. I, I, can't, I can't accommodate you. I can't. Listen to the Holy Spirit. He knows. <laughs> he knows. You didn't in that point. But you wanted to quell the desire, right? Yeah. You didn't know. But all you had to do is listen to the Holy Spirit. Feed them. And that's one thing the Holy Spirit will always say. Feed my people. And I, and I, and I, think, them. And I think the Holy Spirit, we don't the Holy Spirit, but for our, our, I would say, I don't want to put the emphasis on just church leaders. It's all persons. Yeah, as all members. Persons to, to constantly, because if God gives us the desires of our hearts, constantly have a conversation. What can I do yeah. to reach person. And, and see, there's another thing because I know a lot of people who are doing great things, but they now disassociated themselves from the church because they, oh, um, yeah, we, we don't have to make this a Christian organization. Why? I need to let them know that, hey, this is a Christian organization. I am a Christian and I'm doing this for you out of the love of God. Mm. So a lot of people now who are setting up these singular ministries outside of the organization of the actual church are doing it in a very stealth manner. Yeah, because they think it's going to make them, it, it makes Christ more appealing. If he, it can't, if it can't overtly, make Christ more appealing if, if he's not presented. If people don't overtly assume that it's Christian because Christian things have gotten such a bad rap. It can't make Christ more appealing if he's not even in it. No, but you're saying somebody who is Christian. Right. I'm just doing saying, their thing, but sometimes they go like, okay, let's t- keep it a little covert. Mm. Keep this mission. And like, to what? me, that is also something that is damaging us as well, too, because it's like, yo, you got a feeding program. Let them know that you're a Christian, man. Let, let them know that, hey, we are out here because as humans, we care, but we're also here because it's the love of God that is compelling us to do this work. You have... Uh, the, the, 
so there's so many different things because the church is made up of people. Like another issue, that, I, I was talking to someone and, and they asked me this question, Kevin, do you know how many women in the church have either been raped or molested? People talk about... And men. And men. But I, I'm, literally, I'm just focusing on, mm-hmm. on, on women at this point. They said, do you know how many women in the church have been raped or molested? And then you have this thing about, oh, church girls are broken. They're broken because, yes, they went through this, but no one ever took the time to help fix them. Then there are people who are doing these organizations as well, but then they're doing it in a way that, oh, well, technically, I fixed myself. You know why they would believe that? Because you never associated it with Christ. It was birth that he gave you the vision. He gave you the knowledge. He gave you the wisdom. He gave you the know-how. He gave you the resources. Never included in. So now, once again, it goes back to that conversation. Oh, the church is doing nothing. The church needs to be more visible when it comes to doing stuff like this. It, you don't have to parade it, but you, you have to represent. You have to present Christ in the way that he should be. He cares about you. He cares if you're hungry. I don't want people to come into church and then say, oh, everyone's going, but look, I, this past, I, I spent my last $3.50 to get here. I don't even know how I can eat when I get home. But I, I came here believing. God could do a work for that person, but I mean that, yo, as, as a leader, this is like, what are we going to do? I'm, I, I'm, I'm not just putting all the pressure on pastors. And mm-hmm. I, I always say, we as a congregants need to pray for our pastors because inadvertently, this pressure is put on them. Yeah. Inadvertently, this pressure, and that's why right now, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not saying that this is the, the primary cause, but we are seeing more so than ever. I don't know if it's because of connectivity and visibility, no, because we're in 2019, but I've never heard of so many pastors committing suicide before. Mm. Never heard of so many pastors committing suicide. Or suffering, or expressing or suffering depression. Depression, um, expressing burnout. Exactly. Um, express, so, so inadvertently, a lot of this pressure is being put on them, but for me, is on all of us, but I can't sit in the body of Christ like amongst us as Christians and only share my views with Christians and be comfortable with that. I think that, hey, it's for you out there to understand me here. No, when I speak with you as a Christian, I speak a different language. We speak spirit-filled language. When I speak to them, I have to speak a language that communicates with them. They might not understand how we talk. I have to always present Christ, but I have to present him in a manner that literally connects. And that's all, I, 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 I'm, I'm just seeing from a lot of people in the church, that richness is like, hey, this, this, this is it. Take, this, take it or, take leave, it or it. leave it. Take it or leave it. This is it. I am led by the Spirit. How are you led by the Spirit when you even and, care and, for your fellow man? And Jesus made constant examples of that. When he spoke to persons, he used parables, but, but, he used Not only that, he made constant, like that. constant things that because when he spoke to the woman at the well, this was against culture. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus was a rebel, fam. Like he, he literally told you, hey, I don't care what you've been told for the last umpteen years. I am going to minister to this woman at the well. Why? Because she needs me. My father sent me for her. He sent me into a fallen world where I experienced the same things as you. Here, in this fallen world, I am going to reach her. I'm not going to allow tradition, ritual, or anything to separate me from reaching loss and reaching her. And I think that is the, pers- that, that is the attitude we as a church have to adopt. We can't just say, hey, it worked for me. Glory be to God. 
you're already saved. You're already in heaven. Your name is written down in the, book, the, book of, the Lamb's Book of Life. What about your friend? What about your neighbor? What about your sister? What about your mother? What about your father? I can't hold on to like, yo, for, for me, it's like, as, as, as I said, get back to the root of stuff. As much as we talk and going back to the church service again, I don't believe that I won't make it, make it into heaven because I don't go to church. I believe I won't make it into heaven if I don't obey my father. Mm. I believe I won't make it into heaven if I do not minister to those who are lost. I believe I won't make it into heaven when I feel I can do this life on my own. I believe I won't make it into heaven if literally I disconnect myself from the unsaved and I become comfortable in the fact that, hey, I'm not going to hell. Like that for me is like, and I think this is because it's personal to me and the fact that because it's like, yo, being KP, like Kevin Pinder, and, and, I, and it's not church hurt. Mm. It's just trying to bring a perspective. Nobody needs to check for Kevin Pinder, you know. I became KP. I was accepted by all. I can't walk anywhere without somebody offering to do something for me. Wait, KP, you're going, you need a ride? Nah, KP doesn't need a ride, but Kevin Pinder did. <laughs> Kevin Pinder did. So when I was out there, which now I was literally coming, I, when I got stabbed and I walked. Psh, yeah, it had been well over 10K mm. to the church with the stab wound. I know I needed Christ. The reason I'm still here is because one woman opened her office door to me. One woman opened her office door to me and said, hey, sit. She met everything. Do you want me to call the police? Do you want me to help you file the report? Do she cared more about my needs at the present time than anything else. That opened my eyes. That is the reason I am still here. I believe that is one of the contributing factors to why I'm still here. She cared about me. I wasn't a project. I wasn't a soul she had to save at that point, but she represented Christ in a way that I understood. She spoke a language that I understood. She was a pastor. Hmm. She could have gone over my head and talked about, oh, you need deliverance. That's why you're getting into these fights. Blah, 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 blah. You did this, blah, 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 blah. She spoke to me as a human. She met my needs. I was, well, this might sound weird because it's 2019, but I was figuratively that woman at the well. I was in need of somebody breaking the norm to reach me. That's why I am never afraid to break the norm to reach anybody else. I don't care what you say. And that's why I think sometimes we have to get, because it, it, I refuse to say, let's hold on to this. I'm not saying... Once again, we've all benefited. I've said it from the beginning. We've all benefited from the structure that is in place right now. But I'm just saying that why can't we come to realize that, hey, they are crying out. This is what they're saying. Let us see what we can do to involve them and include them to make it better for them. Saints is going to be a transition. Saints is going to be change. We hate change. And that's the main thing that we fight up against. Nothing else but change. Saints, we can sing some different songs. Saints, church might be a little shorter. I need you to bear with me because the purpose and reason I'm doing this is because I've already reached God has already reached you. We're trying to reach them. That, 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 that is it. If as a leader, I can't speak to my 
my flock like that and say, hey, even if, as a boss, we're going to take some pay cuts because we have, we're trying to achieve this. If they're not buying into that vision, I probably did a poor job of leading them. And then I got to look at myself. That's all I'm saying from the beginning. It's not like, oh, this is wrong. This is right. Do this and it will miraculously change. It's not in the method. It's not in the ritual. It's all, as you said, is spirit-led. But we have to be open to it. We have to be open to it. We have to come to the point where we're saying, yo, the baby's crying. And I hear that voice is saying, he's hungry. He's hungry. That's all. That, 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 that is it. That's all I've been trying to articulate and bring across for the entire time. And I, I apologize if I wasn't clear in, in my and because I as much as losing you was frustrating, it was way more frustrating for me imagining losing someone tuning into the podcast. Mm. Who would have probably heard something that I said and I've been like, oh, I don't understand that I've tuned out. Mm. And would have gotten to this part. So if you've gotten to this part of the podcast, thank you for rocking with us. <laughs> I hope there is some form of clarity now to what we've been saying. I am not an antagonist. I'm not against the church. Mm. I'm just saying that, yo, the reason the church is here is to save the lost. That, 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 that we've been commissioned. I can't hold on to rituals and lose souls. Somebody, oh, there are people at wells at different points all across the globe. And they need someone who is willing to, be, to break culture, to break tradition, to break norms in society to reach them. That's basically it. I don't know if you guys have any closing words. I hope now people understand what mm -hmm. I've been saying. Well, that was part two of this discussion about church being relevant to not just the saints, but to those people who are interested, to those people who have been in, gone out, and looking for reasons why they should, and all the roles we play as the organism and within the organization to mm -hmm. assist them and to assist the loss. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a very, you know, again, what I like about it is that, uh, in, in wrapping up, that we were able to open the dialogue and show many different facets of opinions out there because they got persons out there saying, I share that point. Yeah. I feel that point. Yeah. I understand that frustration. I understand yeah. that point. But what Danny said was true. What David mm -hmm. said was true. What Danny said was good. Kevin, I, because we need to have this dialogue openly. And that's why yeah. now we're talking. is it's here. It's here. We are here to deal with these topics out there and put it out there for persons to say, you know what? Maybe let's have this conversation in my assembly. Right. Let's have a conversation in my small group. Let's have a conversation among my safe friends and unsafe friends because mm -hmm. I need to reach those persons and I really think again, the re reason for that, as I said before, because of the times that we're in, we need to have urgency, urgency. in how we do, go about doing things, especially things of Christ because the things of Christ are the only things that will last. We're losing too many young people, man. Yeah, heard, yeah. We're losing Not, too many. I don't want to say just young people because no, yeah. I, got, I got some 60-year-old. I have some family members who are over 50 that need Christ. Yeah. Yeah, come on. 
I, I, I'm personally yeah. invested to young people. I, yeah. I, I have, I have, I have a, a soft spot for trouble you. Yeah. So, so that's when, when yeah. you hear me speak about. Yeah, you speak from young that's, people. I, that's that, that that is my soft spot, yeah. my passion. Not but you. I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah. It's not just the young folk, but for me, I am tired of seeing young men because you're called to be priest of your home. You're called to be leaders. You're called. You're, there is there is a certain calling on a man's life. That is different. I'm not being gender biased or anything like that. But there's a certain calling on a man as a priest. We are losing too many of our priests to the streets. We're losing too many of our priests to, 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 to drugs and ignorance yeah. as well. So as you said, there has to be that urgency. There has, to be that, there has to be that willingness to engage. Not just, I don't understand you. You're, you're, you're Gen X. Or just, as I said... I stay, stay, stay. Let me just stay out of this because it's safer this here. is this is my pocket right here. Yeah. I say, stay in my lane. Let me stay in my lane here. Mm-hmm. I, if it comes to a cul-de-sac, guess what? I'm not turning around. I can build a house here. Yeah. When that house get too small, I can bigger, bigger house here. And correct. I'm gonna and stay. I'm staying. Yeah. This, this is my cul-de-sac right here. I'm not venture out there because I do not know what's out there. So yeah. we need to have that dialogue. So I, I think this ground is a very, very good, a heavy topic that we really bra- don't break. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cut. It's late, guys. It's tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Woo. Break down. Broke down. Broke down. <laughs> Broke down. Yeah, bro, yeah. Broke down, down in so many areas. Oh, thank God for Anthony. Oh, Entertainment. Man. Bless your firm foundation. Edit this. Edit this point, please. Oh. Uh, so brought down a lot. So therefore, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, guys, of course, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and Instagram. Now we're talking. Follow us, like us, share, yeah. and of course, have dialogue. Yeah, I hope that we open conversations for you guys as well. I just said what mm. we 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 talk. I hope now you t- guys are talking as well. Now we talking. Now we talking. Thank you for joining our conversation. We upload new hot topic episodes just like this one every Sunday. For more great content and updates on our next podcast episodes, check us out on the interwebs at Now We Talking on Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud. Now.